0: And welcome to a new episode of Grenzlos, your dance podcast. I'm here with you again, Sarah, today. Thank you for Hi. coming. Thank you, Queen, for having us. So excited. We're excited as yeah. so well. Wanted to have you for a longer time know, already. I so know. we're really excited that we finally made it. Finally happy. <laughs> finally,
1: you all can hear our beautiful, extremely phenomenal voices. Yes. <laughs> it's actually Loki that's like actually one of the reasons why I wasn't ready when you first uh, asked us but a lot us. of
0: people say that a
1: lot of people it's like, say that I don't know if my voice is for that type of thing but yeah we're here today so but you're
0: not the only one saying yeah. that and I'm like oh that's the reason yeah. I'm also still not used to it's I mean,
1: it's like really weird because especially like as dancers yeah. like you always watch yourself dance but right. you never like you don't hear yourself, yourself. but then yeah. but then again I'm yeah. like all my students like they have to hear me all the time obviously but for me it's like I don't hear myself you yeah. know what I mean so, I'm ready now to speak. Yeah, we're here. <laughs> yes, amazing.
0: Um, do you guys want to introduce yourselves like in a few sentences?
1: Yes, so um, for anyone who's who doesn't know, we're um, Julia and my twin sister, Sarah. And yeah, like I just said, literally, we're twin sisters and we are professional dancers, choreographers, and we teach dance. And it's been a while, so we we're... teach heels. dance. Yeah, heel dance. Yes. It's been a while that we've been doing this, so super excited to share our perspective and what we stand for.
0: I think I want to start with this topic. Mm -hmm. Um, You guys have been working together for quite some while. Yeah. And like, I can say this because P and me, we already said it. Sometimes we're really discussing about stuff for laws, and like, we're not sisters, you know, like we can be apart if we need to. Yeah. And we're really close friends, but sometimes we're discussing really really bad you know Mm -hmm. so how does it work for you working together you also live together for years right yeah yeah so i think first of
1: all we have to say that we are very close Mm -hmm. um which if you don't really know about twins you might think oh my god of course you're close you're twins which yes i would say Mm. naturally you would be close to your twin sister your twin brother but um there's also like a lot of twins who actually because it's like the pressure of like mm-hmm. being so similar who like want to separate themselves mm-hmm. and like build a like a unique personality like early on, like a like completely different life or maybe sometimes even as a kid, like when you're split split in school mm-hmm. um, for us that never, I mean, it did happen now, but it didn't happen for a very long mm-hmm. time. Um, so I would say we we used to be very, or we're still close, but we used to be like almost like one person. I know what yeah. that sounds really weird, but um Yeah, it's not that easy calling you
0: apart, so...
1: Yeah, (laughs) but it used to be much worse. Like, it used to be much harder to tell us apart, and also, like, energetically, I think, we were so much more attached to each other. Mm -hmm. Now, I feel like, or, like, since, I don't know, three years, I guess, or not, five years-ish, I think. Yeah, I'm saying three years. (laughs) Five years-ish, like, we've started to, Mm -hmm. you know, separate more energetically and, like, understand that we're both, like, Mm -hmm. separate human beings. But for a Mm -hmm. while, it was and especially when we started to dance and we were like super close. And so mm-hmm. for us, it was always very natural. Like it was something that we didn't really discuss. Like it was never something like, hey, what do you want to do in life? And she was like, yeah, I want to dance. And the other person was like, "Hmm, I don't really want to, but I kind of want to follow you. It was always like something that we never really talked about. It just naturally just happened. Both like of that. us were just falling in love with dance. And then we just, um, of course, in the beginning, we just did it for fun. And then eventually it just made sense to... Um, to do it professionally and to do it together because Mm -hmm. we were, like, super close. And so, Mm -hmm. yeah. It was, like, almost like a superpower. I mean, it still is, but... I love that, I love that. Yeah. I mean, of course, like, we... It is challenging too sometimes. I mean, in general, I always say being a mm-hmm. twin is like a blessing and a curse. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's really like, it's amazing. I I don't know any other life, you know? <laughs> like for Obviously, me, it's like, yeah. for me, I mm-hmm. could ask you like, how is it to not have a twin? You know what I mean? It's so I know these have siblings like yeah, i an right. only child, like, you know? So I can't imagine at all actually. But it's like sometimes uh, yeah. people ask us like, how is it, what's it like to be a twin? And I'm like, I don't know. To me, it's like normal, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But anyways, with all that being said, um, we... Yeah, we just always were super close and sometimes um, mm. it is hard to be that close and mm. like to work together. I think, mm. you know, anyone out there who maybe works with a partner or a family member or even like a really good friend mm. can relate that it, it's it's definitely a relationship that you have to um,
0: nurture,
1: nurture mm. and maybe not take things so personal sometimes, like it's okay. the business and personal side. So we mm-hmm. do have like times where we fight about stuff yeah. mm-hmm. related yeah. to our work. I mean, it's usually never something that we don't agree on because we usually agree on most of the things, but mm-hmm. just like tiny things that we fight about. Mm-hmm. Um, like are you going to do the warm up today? No, I don't want to do it today because my leg hurts, my leg hurts too. And then it's mm-hmm. like like weird things <laughs> oh, like that, you goodness. know what I mean? <laughs> <it>. So. Yeah. <laughs> However, however, if there is like fights (laughs) or like misunderstandings Mm -hmm. or, you know, things like that, still at the end of the day, I think we come together and like we, you just feel when Mm -hmm. you're like, you just, I feel that I'm supposed to do this with her. Um, Maybe not forever, you know what I mean? Like who knows what life throws at you, but it's like this inner knowing and like purpose that we have, I'm sure like it's kind of like um spiritual in a way but i'm mm-hmm. sure i'm sure the universe god source whatever you want to believe in didn't bring us into this earth to be twins and then to have like completely different mm-hmm. right. lives i mean of course like if that happens to you that's like fine right. but like for us i feel like whoever created us wanted us to be like super powerful and like it was it's almost like one person wasn't enough in Anführungszeichen, mm. if you watch the see.
0: <laughs> What's the English term? I don't know. In like. Uh, Entenfüßchen. Yeah.
1: Um, so, like, of course, like yeah. everyone is enough mm-hmm. alone, but like I feel like we are here to be like super powerful together, like as two people
0: mm-hmm.
1: being like one force. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, at the end of the day, even though it's hard sometimes, we still come back naturally right, so together. I think that's what makes us <clears throat> authentic also in our mm. sisterhood because mm. us as a brand I don't know if you said it in the in- introduction but I our brand not. yeah no. <laughs> our brand is called power pumps um and mm. so our brand I mean we'll get into that later too but uh it, it does also stand for sisterhood and like female empowerment you know just in general like women mm. loving each other and supporting each other and so for us that is literally our life that I, like I chose a woman I mean maybe I didn't choose her but it's like I could have also like separated <coughs> myself from her so for me like choosing the sisterhood mm. um, I think makes it authentic that we also work with women and that mm. we when we say like love each other it's because I also love her you yeah. know what I mean mm-hmm. it's not fake woman so. empowerment honey <laughs> it's real so. yes. I don't know if that made sense but I no, think that's yes. that's what actually makes it maybe believable for us and it's weird because that didn't click for me in the beginning because, again, it's so natural natural for me to, like, be with her. But I think, like, for other people looking in, maybe they're like, wow, that's uh, really <coughs> inspiring that they, you know, two sisters that they really, you know, care for each other. Yeah. I mean, if you've been to our class, you know, there's sometimes, like, sisterly bitch fights going on a little bit. Sometimes. <laughs> and, but, but then everyone laughs and so it's like, oh, my God, that's so relatable. But, you yeah. know, still, like, overall, I think... Um, yeah, it's a, I a have it embodiment, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't have it any other way.
0: Mm-hmm. I think it really shines through the power you mentioned. Mm-hmm. like one person wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. i I yeah. see that I feel that. um, but I think it's really special because you know it's like you guys you you oh, you choose to be together, right? Yeah, yeah, so I mean, yeah,
1: sure. and and along our way, there was always people that are like, um, even like sometimes people that wanted to book us for something they're like oh but maybe can just only one person come and do the job or whatever the case might be maybe it was mm-hmm. also money thing I don't know mm-hmm. but like people I feel like did always kind of wanted to separate us in a way a little bit also in school like back in the day mm. very unintentional though I hope I think mm-hmm. but I mean maybe not in school because people can or like kids can be rude but it's very unintentional sometimes when people are like Hey, can only one person teach? Blah blah blah. Um it doesn't really happen a lot, but sometimes it does. Mm-hmm. But we're always like, Hey, we're like a team, you know, we're like a brand. Mm-hmm. Like of yeah. course like one can exist without the other, but we just prefer to do it yeah. together. I think we just had both experience or have both experiences all the time. Where some people they are like empowered, like they, they think it's amazing that we're two people and um they just maybe like being in our energy and then there's other people who are maybe the other way who are maybe intimidated by that like double energy yeah. um, or maybe feel like threatened by it because maybe they feel alone because we're like together and all of a sudden they feel like they're just by themselves in a way mm-hmm. so it's like we have both experiences like with people mm-hmm. some appreciate it some are threatened by it so yeah mm-hmm. it's always been like that
0: about the job situation you mm-hmm. mentioned I recently just listened to a podcast and somebody was telling about, I think it was his story, I don't quite remember mm. who it was, um, that actually in the commercial world, twins are like really popular mm. to be booked, because often people search for people who mm. look similar. Mm-hmm. It's like a product. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. so mm. do you guys experience that as well?
1: That's a good question, I think um, naturally I would say yes, like mm. it was always a bonus in a way or like, mm. a, yeah, like a superpower like I said in mm. the beginning, um, it is something that not everybody has, you know what I mean? Yeah, so I think right. it is special, and I think it is unique, and I think it is smart mm-hmm. for an artist to, or like a brand, whatever, to book twins. Because usually they look alike, usually they dance alike, because maybe they have the same training, and mm-hmm. s- maybe usually they have the same body type. So um, it is smart. And yes, uh, I think we have like some experience in that. However, in general i have to say we sarah and i don't really get booked a lot for music videos commercials stages and i don't know why actually maybe it's because i'm not putting the energy out there i'm we're like we're super focused on being teachers at the moment Uh, however it is something of course that we're still passionate about we have done like the work just Mm -hmm. right now not so much Mm -hmm. but i do think that it's like a smart choice. So, if there's any twins watching yeah. this, <laughs> if there's any twins watching this um, who maybe also want to be a creative in a way. I would say if you have a good relationship, I would say use that advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, of course, like always ask yourself like if you really want to do this. But again, mm-hmm. like I say it again, sometimes as twins we get pressured to like separate from each other. Um, so don't separate from your sister, even though you feel like you want to do something with her creatively, artistically, just because maybe everyone's telling you to do your own thing. So mm-hmm. I would say use it to your advantage if, advantage if it feels good that you want to do something with your yeah. twin or even like a sister that's maybe your age or
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, Do we want to talk a little bit about you guys being independent now? You're independent yes. in two years, right? Three years? Uh, three years. Um, corona yes. you, it was, yeah. right?
1: Yeah, actually we, I mean, we've always kind of, well, I guess we started teaching. Um, or actually, let's actually rewind, <laughs> rewind a little bit <laughs> because maybe, you know, sometimes it's like it sounds weird, but I don't mean it in a weird way. Like sometimes I assume because I know that everyone knows that we're uh, self-employed, like independent, yeah. that we have our brand. Mm-hmm. So um, maybe it's good before we start like talking into it to just say right right off the bat, to say that we are self-employed since 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have our own brand, which is called Power Prompts, I said before, which mm-hmm. is actually a company. So mm-hmm. it's not just, uh, I don't know, something that I just gave a name, it's actually an existing company. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, before we start, so it's just so it's uh, good to know. Yeah, so we, Started teaching um, twenty seven at the end of twenty seventeen, which is how many years ago? Five years? Five, six,
0: no, uh, oh my god, six years, right? I mean, no six. It's yeah, yeah, gonna yeah. be six years yeah, yeah. at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Can we go a little bit more back? Back Yeah,
1: Where you guys started, Started actually. Because you started with 20? I was born on June 12th. (laughs) Um, Yeah, we we started Mm -hmm. dancing when we were 18. So we actually started pretty late. Um, Mm -hmm. Usually you hear like, yeah, I started dancing when I was four. You know, I did like ballet, like when I was four, jazz, all the things. Mm -hmm. Um, For us, we started late, which I do feel like we are... um, how you say like a living embodiment of it doesn't matter when you start Mm -hmm. it only matters that you start if you want to start so um and at the end of the day we are now professionals. so even that Mm -hmm. shows that if you want to be professional you don't have to start at four of course i'm sure you have advantages but anyways we started late when we're 18 Mm -hmm. but we did start with ballet um and like the fundamental fundamentals
0: of dance i guess at this moment did you know that it was a fundamental or cho- did you just choose ballet because was it already like, you know, oh, let's get the foundations or was it just a coincidence? I think there's different reasons. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm.
1: One of the reasons is our best friend, Shaki. Hey. She, <laughs> she's been our friend for over 10 years and she, like back when we used to live in N- Lint. Mm-hmm. Um she actually just said to us one day, "Hey, I'm I'm, you know, the semester is starting because she used to dance mm-hmm. like way before we did." And so she's doing ballet uh and if we want to join and just mm-hmm. take the semester with her do, to do ballet. Um so yes, she definitely like inspired us to start mm-hmm. a specific style. So I would say it was literally Loki, her this yeah. bitch mm-hmm. did it. Sorry, can I swear here? Yeah, yeah of course you can. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> you're allowed to, um, yes. <laughs> So anyway, so yeah, it was this, but it was also um, our influence or inspiration by the Pussycat Dolls, mm. Mm. Um, which, of course, like if you watch the Pussycat Dolls, like Don't Shut Buttons back in the day, you mm. don't really think, oh my God, they're such good ballerinas.
0: Mm. <laughs> of
1: course, you don't think that, but it's like, you know, we used to be such fans, like we used to listen to interviews, like what they were saying, mm. and then, you know, they did emphasize their dance background a lot especially like they started as dancers actually so they did like speak a lot about their dance training and experience Mm -hmm. and a lot of them did say like they used to start with ballet of course so that inspired us too Mm -hmm. in a way um but i would say it's a mix of everything a little bit a little bit bit of um coincidence Mm -hmm. (laughs) coincidence and a little bit of just this inner into inner intuition as Mm well and just our friend telling us to yeah. go to ballet and then we really liked it my so.
0: inner intuition uh, let that go really quick because i also started with ballet and oh, yeah. then i went for one month I don't uh, know, two or yeah. three times <laughs> yeah. and then i turned around It was like mom i don't want to do yeah. this anymore it's
1: definitely a lot go. if you're 18 uh, and you mm-hmm. start with ballet because your body's saying nope like, your body's like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, we kind of, like, always knew that we wanted to do a professional at the end of the day. So, we also kind had, like... beginning a, of. Um, I would say, like, yeah, when we started to dance at home before we went in the studio. Mm-hmm. Like, dancing the Pussycat Dolls, choreographies. Mm-hmm. Like, it almost, like, ignited a fire in us. And then we always knew that something bigger was destined for us. Mm-hmm. Like, something bigger was... is gonna happen for us. And then, yeah, it just turn into like having a good mindset to really train like we used to train so much every week and so many different styles yeah we used to drive like 45 hours with the car to get to the studio like while working a 40-hour job and like train like five times a week so like we used to like be in a I mean, we're still in a good mindset, like, let's not get it twisted. But, like, mm-hmm. you know, you have to put yourself in a mindset when you know that you want to do it professionally. You need so, to be
0: dedicated.
1: Yeah, so even mm-hmm. though, like, yeah, of co- course, ballet can be, like, boring. Like, no, You know what I mean? Like, it can be mm-hmm. very, like, one-dimensional. But we still, like, pushed to do it for two years, even though it was hard. But, like, we wanted to have that foundation and that understanding in your body, which I think ballet gives you 100%. And it's always something as well that we... Um, encourage? encourage our students to do is to go into a ballet class go into a jazz class go into a i don't know contemporary class like mm-hmm. go into those fundamental styles because heels what we do is not just a heel right it's like influenced by so many styles and ballet especially i think gives you so much understanding in your legs right i mean your whole body but yeah um yes. it's super yeah super important and so also- we Maybe something interesting that maybe also someone doesn't know is that we... I mean, you just literally said, yeah, we were just talking about it. We started with ballet and contemporary, like those kind of styles mm-hmm. and chess. So ballet, contemporary, chess. And so we did that for a couple of years. And then we start. then actually, we started to take like hip hop classes, commercial classes, and then we did heels. Yeah. So heels was like the last thing, even though watching the Pussycat Dolls, like when we were not even in a studio yet, Mm. we knew that that's where we wanted to end End up. up. So we knew we wanted to end up in the heels because they were also wearing heels, so of course like that's the first thing we noticed and it's Mm. like, oh my god, that's so amazing, and so we knew that we wanted to end up in a heel, but we actually didn't start there. there. And I think it's not a mistake, okay, it's not a mistake if you start there, but it's something that I see a lot Mm. nowadays because I mean, I also have to say a disclaimer, you know, like 10 years ago, there were no heels classes. So even if I wanted right. to take them, right. I could not. So. And especially
0: not in Austria.
1: So, so. Like, yeah, so I'm not going to yeah. take like cr- credit mm-hmm. I would, like, for that whole thing. I mean, it's, it was also like I just didn't have the availability to take a heels class. But I'm also saying like maybe you can learn something from, you know, our um,
0: Training.
1: journey to maybe not start in a heels class if you want to take a heels class. But to start somewhere else, which is really bad advertisement for my brand.
0: (laughs) Yes. But But I think it's important (laughs) that you say it because I feel the same. I have the feeling that people often forget that there was a journey that Mm. this person is now where he, she is. Yeah. And they did a lot of styles before, and you try to go into his, her class Mm. and be like him, her (laughs) her. in in, in one moment, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But there's like a journey of so many different styles that led to Mm. the style that this person is dancing now. Mm. Yeah, that's so
1: true. Um, So yeah, that's basically like our dance journey Um, and I think maybe let's talk about like LA later. I think we can talk about this later. Mm -hmm. I don't want to already go into this but yeah, we used to train a lot and then you know the natural progression of that Mm -hmm. would be to start teaching. And I think it was like more like an accident almost Um, and it actually (laughs) is something it's so funny when I think about it now but it's actually like choreographing, especially choreographing and like teaching was something that we always actually were like, no, I don't want to do it. Like, I can't see myself, doing that. See myself yeah. doing that. I don't see myself doing that, but I, I think... teaching, like, both. Yeah, both. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. both. Um, mm. And it's so funny because I think that was just a fear, speaking, like, the fear of the... Almost mm. like the fear of... It's almost like it was the key and I like almost knew but I was just afraid to unlock it you know what I mean okay. um, yeah, sometimes you are the lock and the key yeah and so mm-hmm. I don't know and then it just happened accidentally because a friend of ours back in the day he was like hey we were training with him he was like hey why don't we like pick a couple people and just randomly for fun try to do a teach. class like try to teach mm-hmm. and we're like mm, a little bit scared about it but let's try and then we tried and so many people showed up and we're super lucky because it was in our old, in the old studio that we used to train at. So everybody that we trained with, you know, joined the class. It was super fun, mm-hmm. super, uh, like with our friends, and it was a lot of people. And we fell in love with it. And literally, ever since that first class that we that we taught, we we knew that this was something that could heal so many other people, so many other women especially, because the feedback was amazing. Even though it was our first class, I'm sure like the teaching was shit. But, um, yeah, it was mm-hmm. like, I we had a feeling that it was doing something with people. Yeah. It was, like, inspiring them in a way. So that really is what made us want to do it, like, more and more. Yeah. yeah. However, I do have to say and emphasize, mm-hmm. emphasize a little bit that um, it, it it was a journey. I mean, the way you explain it right now didn't really sound like it was a journey. But um, there were, like, people before that who, like, used to like ask us like why don't you teach like why don't you don't you think that's like something that you would want to do and i think it was just that specific person that specific moment that like led us to something and i don't i can't even explain why i mean of course like we did uh, have a friendship with each other maybe that was also a point but um it's not like the first person who like brought the idea to us and we were like oh yeah let's do it I mean it was like a processing journey of should we do it should we not do it should we do it should we not do it Mm -hmm. and then we finally decided to do it and even even after teaching our first class we didn't like immediately like think about when are we gonna do it next it was um very inconsistent Mm -hmm. uh the way we were teaching uh because after teaching we of course like immediately felt like the responsibility of you know being a teacher um and of course we still wanted to even get even better in our heels foundation and heels technique Mm -hmm. um, because that's what we instantly knew from the first class that we want to Mm -hmm. really um, honor the Mm heels technique and not just uh, teach steps Uh, and you know our friends are gonna show up anyways but uh, we really wanted to teach heels dance especially because there was was non-existent. Mm. I mean, maybe in Vienna there was also a little bit going on already, but this was like yeah. back in the day when it we was...
0: Did you guys get the Technique and Tejia's yeah. knowledge from when there was nothing in Austria?
1: Yeah, we definitely had to travel to LA. Um, we've been mm. there a, a few times. Um, and one of the first, I think the first heels technique class that we ever took was by Kira Hopper. Do you know her? Yeah. Of She's course. a legend. Yes, yeah. Of course I do. She's a legend. Uh, and so it was back in the day, in the old ML movement lifestyle, mm-hmm. which happy that they're back, by the way. Anyways. Um, so, yeah. And uh, she taught us a lot of stuff about heels technique, a lot of vocabulary that we are now bringing into the, into the, you know, into our classes. And I think that is also now like so many terms that I feel like we have brought from Kira Harper to Vienna and a lot of teachers use now. So she has definitely had a big influence on us. And of course, choreogra- choreo, choreo glasses we took from uh, Bryn Cole, um, who else back in the day, do you remember? I mean, it was also Trizzy yeah jersey. jersey and charlene yeah a bit. like all of the ogs that used to teach at millennium yeah. um mm-hmm. like even the old millennium i don't even know if you guys know that there's an old millennium yeah. but
0: i did not know yeah, that. yeah. the so, old millennium i've been to the, the old. one that's right now is already old you know it <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> already
1: feels old but there was an older version <laughs> yeah so definitely la is i think Still is like such a huge influence from um, like the style in LA, the Leyde Hill styles that they have there. Uh, yeah, okay, but so we had to travel. So, where you guys yeah. got your knowledge from mm-hmm.
0: to then bring it to Austria? Yes, yes, okay. definitely. Mm-hmm.
1: And so, and so, yeah, so then we did start to teach um, like here and there in Upper Austria, um, in Wales and Linz, stuff like this. Mm-hmm. And then we did move to Vienna, when was it? A year after, and I think actually a few months after we moved mm-hmm. to Vienna. Yeah. <clears throat> so this is already like five years ago,
0: kind of. You're only five years yeah. in Vienna? Yeah. 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 For me, yeah. you're here forever yeah. already. <laughs> I know, no. I know, yeah. Okay, but I'm Indeed. in Vienna since a year, so it's not like yeah. that big of a deal. But yeah. like seeing, you you know, I watched the whole dance scene from abroad since years, you know. Yeah. So, But you guys were here for me for... Ever already. Mm. Like, if you yeah. would
1: hear me speak German, right now, <laughs> you would know uh, the girl is not from Vienna. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was tough so because when I heard you guys first talking, like, I always saw your videos, you yeah. know, and I completely, like, I don't know, I not that I had, like, a wrong impression, because I didn't yeah. have any impression, because who am I to judge uh, anybody yeah. from videos, of yeah, course, yeah. you know, but I, I expected so different, kind of, I don't yeah. know. Cause like my
1: voice is deep and like really yes. crying like that. And you-,
0: <laughs> you guys you have a lot of power in your dancing, right? But I thought you would be like the lovely cute girls, you know, yeah. being like mm. and, but you have like so much power and you're like, yeah. you know, really mm. yeah. and when I heard you talking like oh yeah. yeah that's completely not what i imagined you guys yeah. how you yeah. would talk it's usually the opposite mm-hmm. like the 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 ones that look like like angels
1: are definitely not and vice versa mm-hmm. so I don't and know. i think it's not just our voice i mean this is a little bit off talk- topic right now it's <laughs> definitely not just our voice but i think it's, it's in general and that's why energy. i'm also yeah. really <laughs> thankful that we can be here today and talk to you and like for people to listen and get to know us better because i think it's also a thing mm-hmm. that uh, a lot of people see us and they see our videos, especially because we're not mm-hmm. super private on our Instagram page. Um, we don't really like talk on our Instagram page. We don't show a lot of personality. Maybe I mean, maybe if you read the captions and things like that. of yeah.
0: personality in your dance. Then yes, dance. Yes. Yes. The classes, yes, yes. But
1: there's so many people who can't figure that out. You know, they they, they okay, can't okay. feel that. Yes. Like they need okay. to see you talk in a story and be like, mm-hmm. hey guys, you know. Mm. Anyway, so I think um, it's also another misconception maybe or like assumptions mm-hmm. that people have of us that we're like super bitchy and yeah. mean and yeah. Like, yeah. No. like mean girls kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when they get to know us and we talk to them, it's like all the time like people say oh my god I never expected you to be so nice so funny I mean I know it sounds really cocky but I'm fucking funny okay <laughs> maybe today I'm a, maybe a, maybe today I'm a little bit nervous because I'm doing this podcast thing or whatever but I'm funny okay <laughs> so it actually it actually happened to us last weekend when we were in Bulgaria yeah. literally um a woman that took the, our class she came to us after class she was like you know what actually I thought like Just watching your videos, I was like, nah, they are too bitchy, like, I don't want to take this class. No, she was actually taking the class before us, and then she was leaving. And as she was leaving, she saw us talking to other girls. Can I finish the story? Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) She she told us, she was like, I didn't want to take the class because I actually thought you guys were, like, super bitchy, like, just by watching the video. But then I saw you talking outside of the studio with the other girls, and I was like, oh my god, they're actually really nice. Let me take the class. And she loved it, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, we do have, like, a little bit of um,
0: yes. assumptions
1: there from people, but it's fine, you know?
0: You know, like, all the Instagram and the reality, it's like...
1: Yeah, <laughs> I will let my yeah. energy in real life do the work, so, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, but I never thought that you guys would be, like, bitchy or mean or anything. For me, yeah. it was just, like, a, I expected your personality... Mm. D- differently. Differently, yeah. Differently. Mm. But it, w- it was, like, you know, like, the, the main thing, how how... Not, like, maybe a stereotype that was, mm-hmm. like, you know...
1: 20 or 40 yeah, minutes? 30 minutes, right? Oh, you had it for a long time, right? Wait, let me go back to sentence.
0: Yeah. Okay. yeah, I don't know, maybe it was like a stereotype or whatever that was like in my head at this moment or like, you know, I think we all have like expectations yeah. or like we imagine how somebody would be. Right. And especially if you watch somebody on Instagram for a year or longer mm. and then you meet the person in real life, obviously it's going to be different. Yeah. But you already have expectations yourself mm. because you have been watching this person, right. making up your mind about this person for yeah. so long, but that's not the reality. So yeah. I mm. think that's like a
1: general social media yeah, that thing happens. that is happening. Yeah. I'm sure it doesn't just happen to us. Yeah, yeah. No. Okay. no, no, no. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So but. I don't know. I know where we left off. I think we actually wanted to talk about being self employed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like how we started Let's to go back to that. Yeah. yeah. Let's, no, actually I mean, we really moved back. to Vienna. We said we yeah. moved to Vienna.
0: Yeah. Now we're in Vienna. Yeah. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So um we're now we're in Vienna, yeah. <laughs> and um mm. we started teaching at a workshop base. So it was like Sarah said, really inconsistent. Um whenever we would feel like mm. teaching, we would teach. Um and I think we had a lot of luck as well maybe of course like it's always hard work but we had a lot of luck because when we came to Vienna I feel like people wanted to take a heels class so bad
0: I think you had the perfect time we, the momentum course. yeah mo-
1: perfect moment mm-hmm. perfect time so I think we caught like the right wave of mm-hmm. uh, teaching heels and um, we also had like a, a bigger studio like supporting us back in the day but not really because um, we were not like teach regular teachers there we would just rent mm-hmm. the space But because the studio already had like a bigger audience, I think it was also like playing in our favor a little bit. So then, yeah, it started like getting like bigger momentum each time that we would teach and then eventually, of course, because this takes time, you can't just be self-employed like after one successful Mm -hmm. class, you know what I mean? Like it takes time Mm -hmm. and then there was a point where we're like, okay, do we want to go all in and like really focus 100% on being teachers, being self-employed, like paying all the things, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. um and then so you know there is has to be a point where you decide and then we just decided yes we need to do this now and so a few years later 2020 actually during covid we were like now we're gonna start uh actually put it, like actually, making it like, yeah, actually <laughs> I mean, making it like yeah i making it like official you know yeah. because we've been teaching like like, actually, we started teaching regularly in 2020, so every week and then COVID hit. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we couldn't. But we had then had already had a lot of experience. We had a lot of clients, a lot of people wanting to take class. So even though it was COVID, well, like, we knew now we just had to do it. Like we didn't want COVID to take it away right. from us. I think so. it's because we had thought about it for a while. So Pro, we, yeah. we were just like, let's just do it yeah. no matter what, what. like mm-hmm. comes, you know? Yeah. So, and actually like talking to people, a lot of people started their uh, companies, yeah. businesses during COVID. I mean, unfortunately, a lot of also like had to close down, but mm. so, so maybe yeah. it inspired a lot of people too, in a way, you know, mm. but yeah. So since 2020, we're officially business owners, which is, I don't think a lot of people can say that uh, in this. Industry that we have, especially in in Austria. Yes. So we're super grateful, and um, it's been a whirlwind, but we're still here, we're going strong. <laughs> and I think uh, I'm especially proud mm-hmm. of of our journey because we don't come from a wealthy family. We don't have rich parents who maybe uh, were able to, you know, make things happen for us without us having to maybe work or like, uh, yeah. So. Because there's you know there is a thing which I'm not when I'm saying this guys I'm not saying that it's a bad thing, but there's like of course like people who who have parents who support them financially so they can focus on mm. art dance or just opening a business whatever uh, scenario because it does need a lot of your focus and time and attention and, um, money. and money and sometimes it's hard when you have a job next to it to like I'm sure like a lot of people can relate right now who maybe work a job and they but they know that they want to maybe become a dancer, or a teacher, or a singer, like, anything creative. Um, so for us, we... Oh, mom, mama, if you're watching this, I'm sorry, you can't understand English, but I love you. <laughs> um, she will figure it out. She'll figure this shit out. She will be like, somehow, she will translate this and understand everything.
0: <laughs> I think there's, like, the translation should be, like, on YouTube. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I will explain it to it you. Works, mom. if it works, if it works. I will explain
1: it to you, mom. Okay, anyways. Um, so we we do have our mom which is like has always been very supportive emotionally and of course also financially Mm -hmm. like as much as she could but we were not like having a lot of money Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so that is also a huge thing like thank god we had a mom that like really always supported, supported us like even even until now, she like always posts our videos. Even if I'm like dancing in a string bikini, she's like posting it in the story. Like that's my girls, my queens. Well, I yeah, love so that. <laughs> I love
0: that. I'm always thinking about it twice if I send the videos to my grandparents yeah. or family members. <laughs> but yes, I love
1: that. Um. So. So yeah. Anyways, we um, we guess, never had that advantage. Which again, I will say it again. It's not bad if you have this advantage, but it's just. If you don't have it, it's maybe a little bit harder. So, we, you know, we did. There was a time where obviously we had to work regular jobs, you know, even though we don't work regular jobs anymore because we can't do the the dance thing full time. There has been a time where we had to um, work regular jobs, you know, we had many different jobs and um, so anyone watching who might be in this position like if you're working right now it doesn't mean that you're stuck there forever mm. um, so, but that's like why I'm especially proud because I feel like we genuinely, genuinely work for everything that we, mm. we had of course everything is also a little bit you know timing, momentum, yes. luck, talent all the things that also play a part of course but it's also like hard work and like how bad do you want it and we used to make such big sacrifices a lot. But for us, it was not, um, it didn't feel like, oh, bad, now I have to make a sacrifice. Oh, no, I'm sad because I can't go shopping this month or because I can't go on vacation. Yeah. Um, it was natural for us to, like, make these kind of sacrifices. I think this is a good indicator if you, if you are on this journey and you have to make sacrifices because you're going to have to. Mm. How does it feel for you to make those sacrifices? Is it like natural for you of course like i have to make sacrifices or are you like oh, i don't want to make those sacrifices that's like I a totally good indicator that, yeah. to um how bad you want it, you mm-hmm. know um and of course that's also like a factor in how successful you're gonna be like how bad do you really want it mm-hmm. so um that made yeah. sense mm-hmm. I, I sometimes go off a little bit because my brain is like that thinking is all these things but
0: that's what um, podcasts are for right yeah <laughs> so so no but yeah. i totally get that i feel it really deep because mm. also like compared to friends of mine like close friends who are not dancers mm. you know i'm like oh let's not go eat let's do something else i need to save my money for classes you know yeah. and they're like it's just 15 euros we right. can go eat i'm like mm-hmm. but 15 euros yeah. is a dance class yeah, as well. no, true. <laughs> so i totally get
1: that yeah. to be honest yeah nowadays if it's 15 euros that's a good price like I feel like it's also getting like more expensive. Dance is getting Mm. more expensive. Like, and I don't want dance to be a luxury. Like, I don't want Mm. dance to be something that people—it's not affordable anymore.
0: But it is like, if you think about like becoming a dancer, it's not like an education that is like you go to university or you pay university in semesters or whatever. Mm. But you pay a lot of money Mm. to get to the point where you can work as a dancer. You have to pay a lot Mm. of classes, and I have the feeling people forget that. Mm. and then like you know I hated it and then they're like oh we don't have money to buy you but it's an experience you can do the job and I'm like uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah." you know like mm-hmm. you forget about all the years and about mm. all the money that I put in my education right. but yeah. nobody sees it as an education right. yeah. but I'm totally with you like dance classes and like a lot of flat rates and you have the mm. possibility to dance a lot and to yeah. get the training mm, but especially like I know Peru is a third world country and I'm back to talking about Peru I'm no, sorry guys no go off <laughs> go off <laughs> but it's like <laughs> A dance class there obviously they have like different economic system and yeah you know but mm. like me going there it's like you pay i think the most expensive dance class i took was 10 euros and the rest was like five euros mm. but like quality level yeah. twice as high or three times as high as austria mm. and you get pushed way more mm. yeah. and that's like you know they have like a differences in everything yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. and i was like compared to that in austria when i told them like I think it was like 60 soles, 70 soles there mm-hmm. would be the price for an Austrian dance, and They were like, we could take like free classes with wow. that price, you know. Oh. And they didn't believe and it. it was like, yeah, dancing in Austria is like really expensive mm-hmm. actually. Yeah, so I mean, the thing yeah. is also
1: if yeah. I had a dance studio, I would definitely be able to like, offer a lower rate because I would have more teachers, more classes, you know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. However, we, it's because we are our own brand and it's yeah. just us teaching for yes. our own brand or, like, studio, if you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, like, I have to raise my price. But what I, get, I guess, essentially, what mm-hmm. I wanted to say is I don't want dance to be a luxury one day. I don't yeah, want, I want right. dance to be, like, accessible for anyone, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess maybe, like, we're moving in a different direction. Yeah, I think now it depends. Now, are we talking, do you want to become a professional or not? Because I think you're talking, obviously, like, just in general, like, the everyday person that just wants to move their body and, like, learn Mm -hmm. a new skill. Of course, like, for those people, yes, I agree, like, it shouldn't feel like a luxury. But, Mm. again, like, we were were just talking about this. If you're you're wanting to become... If you're wanting to become a professional like it's again like a sacrifice that you have to make to invest into your career Mm -hmm. even though it's there's not a guarantee Mm -hmm. like you're paying all this money and at the end of the day there's no guarantee Mm -hmm. someone will hire you Mm -hmm. you will get a job or anything we
0: love it so that's like that's again
1: like the thing that you just have to take Mm -hmm. the risk like Mm -hmm. connecting to what i said before like if you're currently in a situation where you're working a normal job because you still have to pay your bills Mm -hmm. because you just want to learn valuable life skills maybe working a normal job Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um yes. because that also helps like sometimes you know off topic a little bit as dancers we think that we don't need to have like normal people skills but it's like it can actually help you mm-hmm. especially if you want to run a business later but anyway so it's like if you're in this situation right now there has to be a moment someday where you have to quit your job and focus full-time on dance but it's like individual for everyone Mm. you know it feels different for everyone when the timing is right some people can quit earlier others you know takes longer which is totally fine Mm. but again like the risk and the it's just comes with dance Mm. um Mm. we're literally risking our body every time you know like that alone like we're risking the health of our body um but
0: yeah it's just but it's worth it No, and I think when it comes, um, again, a little bit back to the the price situation, I think it's like a two-sided sword. Mm. Mm -hmm. Because, of course, you don't want it to get more expensive, Mm. but at the same time, we want to support the artists, especially people who are self-employed and do do it themselves, you know? Um, it's like and especially I think in Austria it's like a thing being a dancer, it's not like an established thing. It's mm. not not like I think it, it mm. is like that, I'm pretty sure, you know. Yeah, because so
1: of the industry or of we don't of, have really yeah. an industry. Uh, I think that's so next people don't thing. take it seriously. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So I think it's like a two sided sword because you don't want it to be like a luxury, but at the same time you really want to get the recognition and you want to you want it to be like a better scene, you yeah. want it you want the people to be more supportive mm-hmm. and everything. So it's like a think you need to find like a balance yeah because obviously it won't work like like i told you guys like in peru yeah Mm -hmm. obviously and they have a much bigger dance scene so they have more people dancing Mm -hmm. and for them they can make cheaper prices because they have 30 people in a class yeah that's true so i think it's a little bit different yeah Yeah. but let's go back to the topic actually yeah (laughs) um (laughs) okay (laughs) you guys are now teaching since five 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 years years. yes Mm -hmm. five years ish you're also teaching internationally now. Yeah. Yes, you're going on tour, not for the first time. Yeah. Do <laughs> we wanna dive a little bit into that one? Um
1: yeah, so tour meaning teaching tour. Mm-hmm. Um so we actually started teaching internationally last year. Was it last year? Sometimes I'm really bad with my uh, timelines, mm-hmm. but uh, I like think consistently. Was... Last year, yes, yeah. consistently. I think our first international workshop was in Munich, maybe like three or four years ago. But mm-hmm. yeah, like consistently, yeah. yes. Last year we started. So so yeah, we're like, um, I would say now teaching a lot internationally, um, and maybe it's interesting. What's interesting about this? Because as you're listening, you're like, okay, good for you, teaching internationally. <laughs> mm-hmm. But maybe what we can share, like throughout this whole thing is that maybe how we got mm-hmm. into it or yes. how we made it happen for us um because a lot of times we might think um someone has to know you and they have to invite you to teach which of course yeah, which of course yes. like of course yep. um that's like i would say the end goal situation for yes. so, for you to know so many people and or for you to be so known internationally as well that people just know you and want to invite okay. you to teach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there's no such thing as an audition to <laughs> audition for a teaching job. Like it, it would be yeah. in, a da- in the dance world, dancing world. Um, so the way we did it um, is in the beginning, we used to. Uh, send emails to a lot of different studios that we felt connected to Mm -hmm. and that we knew that they have a heels heels audience Mm -hmm. Um, so we used to send out so many emails just like uh, introducing ourselves like a short bio and you know uh, like Instagram social Mm -hmm. things and um, we didn't used to do that in the beginning but now we do it if we send out those kind of emails we like already send our conditions like our Mm -hmm. rates and all the conditions that we have um, and then we just send it and um, let's say like out of 50 emails that we send maybe like five people are coming back so it's not like all the 50 people that you write to they will you know text back and it will become a job opportunity mm-hmm. but um, that's how we sometimes do it I mean a lot of our international teaching jobs is also connections by now mm-hmm. so I would say it's like 5050 mm-hmm. um, some of those teaching, workshops are you know them emailing us hey we want you to teach here but the other half is like us reaching out and like really knocking on the door and Mm -hmm. being like hey this is us like if you want to um do like work together do something organize something we would love to Mm -hmm. and so i think this is maybe a little bit unconventional (laughs) maybe Mm -hmm. not everyone i
0: don't know i think a lot of dancers actually do that like what i heard Mm -hmm. okay um, a lot of people told me nobody is going to ask if you want mm-hmm. to teach. If you want to teach something, go and do it yourself. Don't yeah. wait for somebody Don't to ask, yeah. You. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they're they're, yeah. ask you, because mm-hmm. they're not going to ask you. Because we have a lot of classes, there are enough teachers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if you want to just go yeah. for it, Like that's what most people Yeah, yeah That's like good, the
1: good mindset, I feel like, mm. because if you want to be somewhere, if you have goals, you have to put yourself out there, right? You, you cannot, especially in if you live in a smaller city like Vienna, you have to create your own opportunities you have to not be afraid to put yourself out there you have to completely put your ego to the side and be like no i'm gonna do this you know Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what they think you know what they might think like you have to be like not afraid to
0: yeah i think sometimes yourself
1: sometimes you might think Mm -hmm. i'm just showing the possibilities of how people might think you might think it's only valuable if someone is but if I'm asking, it's desperate. It's like mm-hmm. this kind of thing, like, it's yes. more worth more if someone asks it because that's a compliment, that's flattering. Um, so I think that, mm-hmm. like, um, it doesn't matter. It's just that you have this job. period. And it's not like we, it's not like this way is like a very unethical way, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, I didn't hurt anyone by asking, you know? Like, of course, if I would do some shady shit to get into like all this circle, Mm -hmm. of course, like that's a different story, but it's like totally fine. So it's just as much worth uh, worth as if someone would just invite you. Mm -hmm. So I think it's that a little bit that sometimes you think, it's not, you know, I asked for it. So. Mm It doesn't matter <laughs> and with time with time it does actually come that you know the more you do it that people people actually like reach out to you and just ask you mm-hmm. and so another good way is also to to train somewhere like at a camp or intensive convention um, somewhere else abroad so not in, not in mm-hmm. Vienna or in Austria and for you to just be there and train And maybe try your best to be really good and, like, be an amazing human and, like, be nice to everyone. Mm. And then, you know, people might, there might be another host literally also taking the the intensive or whatever it might Mm -hmm. be. And they will maybe, you know, invite you if if you're, like, really stuck in their heads, which actually happened before to us. Mm. So we were invited to Lithuania because... Uh, the the host there was actually at the same convention that we were uh, teaching and so she so it's like again you can build connections either training somewhere already teaching somewhere and like people see you and it's like yes goes on but yeah, so we're excited, and I think our next stop is actually Lithuania, the girl I was just talking about, mm. so... Well, when this episode Yay. airs, we've already been there. Oh, actually, that's true. Yeah. We've yeah. already actually so finished I, our whole tour, so, so... I might have done something new by now, who knows? Yeah.
0: Shout out to all the people who are watching this yeah. in December with the sweaters on, and we have yeah. summer gown. Like, actually sweating. Yeah. Yes.
1: Well, it's not technically summer anymore, yeah. really, but oh. it's still warm.
0: Isn't its it 21st twenty-first? That is it's, like, odd. Isn't it 23rd? Twenty-first. I, don't know. Uh, I was always bad. I always anyways. got it wrong in primary. Yeah.
1: School. <laughs> Technically, we're still in summer, so. So, yes. yeah. Yeah, so we're excited. Mm-hmm. Can we take a little
0: break? Yep. Just, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> well, yeah, I think there are children making noise. Oh, and I don't want it. Wie yeah. wie viel Zeit haben wir denn? Genau. Ich wollte in general äh, fragen. Wir könnten es nämlich so machen, falls ihr wollt, dass wir das noch fertig machen und wir machen eine extra Episode. Episode. Mit dem zweiten Thema. Oder ja, wir eine, sind jetzt
1: schon bei 50 Minuten. Genau. Oder ja. ihr wollt
0: eine ganz lange machen. Aber ich bin mir sicher, da wird sie noch mehr dazu sagen. Scheiße. Da, da, genau, Gefühl,
1: was du es glaubst. Also, ich würde schon gern jetzt nur reden drüber. aber. Okay, aber ja. Also, also ich versuche mal, es jetzt. Sie meinen im Sinne von, dass es einfach zwei Personen gibt Zwei Personen, zwei, zwei, gibt. Aber schon doch heute beides. Noch. Achso, so. Schau ja, noch das mal noch. Ja.
0: Was, also, für okay. ich, was für also, euch also, gescheiter ja. ist, ja. Also,
1: Und und ich glaube, das kannst du vielleicht im Nachhinein erst entscheiden, je nachdem, wie viel das wir jetzt dann wirklich nur reden.
0: Vielleicht, was jetzt was ich meine? Yes, ich kann es basically. Ähm, ich kann es auch in zwei Karten und das Intro selber noch machen, dann ein zweites. Das ist so, mhm. so ein Wahnsinn, Anzinger- ein Intro. Also, ja. Aber es ist dann wegen dem Video blöd, weil dann habe ich kein Video für zweiten, für's Intro, ich. Mm. das zweite Intro. Das ist das einzige. Aber oh, wir können ja so ein, mhm. ans Aufnehmen, so ans Voice Was jetzt was ich meine? so, ja voll. Pass mal durch wir wir ja, so ein und dann können wir es im Nachhinein. Ja, voll. Ja. So mhm. können wir es machen. Ja. Okay, pass. Then let's go okay. back to it. Um, <laughs> gleich zu L.A. rein? No. Yep. Yes. Okay, um, then let's continue or circle back, like you already mentioned it, yeah. <laughs> to the L.A. stories. Because there was like one event, right, that yeah. we want to talk um. about in specific. And I'm really interested about your story to that one.
1: <laughs> She's like super eager to hear yes. the answer. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it might be like very underwhelming, <laughs> but... Um, yeah, we. I guess we wanted to talk about um, the situation that we had with BLOCK LA because we did mention yes. in, in previous uh, talks that we actually had the amazing opportunity to um, go to LA and to work on a work visa um, and to be signed with one of the biggest agencies, which is BLOCK LA, mm-hmm. in, I guess in America, but I think in the world even. I think internationally. Yeah. I don't know the right. exact facts, but yeah. energetically, it feels like it's, yes. it feels uh, huge. Yeah. 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 So we... Um, I think it was literally when we moved to Vienna, 2018. At the same time, we went to flew to Rome for a camp, and also they had the audition for Blockade there. So in we were Rome, like right? in Rome. Yes. yes, don't remember the name of the camp, but was it
0: the same as Edith went to? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Edith also... She also went to Rome. Yeah, yeah. she I actually did. made
1: it. She made yes, it. Actually. She yeah. Yes. So she also went there, um, mm-hmm. and we you know did the audition, um, and. I think, I don't I can't remember how many people, maybe it was like 10-ish people kind of like made the final cut and it was also part of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so then we had the opportunity to be signed by Block LA. Like Block LA was like, yo, we want to, like we're interested in signing you guys, um, like work on the work visa and then you can, you know, be in LA and work for us. And so, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know, that alone was like a huge blessing to be picked by like a huge agency. Like it was like almost like, always a dream for us to like be on big stages to be in america to Who's dance for all things, the artists all yes. and i will go on back to that i will come oh, back to oh, that okay 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 uh, because Listen, i go so. a full circle moment. <laughs> this shit is crazy this shit is crazy <laughs> so um yeah it was like a huge blessing and we did actually start on like start the visa process um and we also flew out to la to actually be in the offices which was also like a crazy moment for mm-hmm. us to sit in the office of Block LA and like to talk to an agent, it was like super crazy. And to like get a CV by them, like yeah. an actual Block CV with my name on it. It was yeah. like, it was like yo, is this really happening? Um, mm-hmm. And then, a little side story for this full circle moment, actually when we went to LA for the meeting with Block,
0: but it wasn't your first time in LA, right? It no. was not the first
1: time in LA, but... I think we've been to LA like five times by now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Always okay. like a couple weeks. Yeah. At okay. The, okay. Uh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. And so during this trip, we met with Block LA and they actually sent us on our first edi- audition. And guess what fucking audition that was? Mm-hmm. Guess! 3, 2, 1, Pussycat, Pussycat Dolls! dolls.
0: Yep. Oh my Boom. God, I love that. Oh, okay.
1: That was like a full circle moment because it was like
0: the universe being yeah, like, yep. please take it. <laughs> I and mean, I mean, we, we didn't, didn't get a job, we <laughs> <laughs> didn't get the job, but I
1: was okay, there. I was okay, happy. Okay. I was like, See, I don't care. A, it was
0: a good sign, yeah, yeah. yeah. in a way. It was yes, definitely one of the odds. There's
1: like so many fucking auditions artists. on mm-hmm. artists all the time, yeah. yes. And it was an audition for the pussycat was Like, I remember, like how we said we started yeah. to dance because of them, like that was crazy and of course like I saw like the founder of the Pussycat Dolls yeah. which like for me was also like a, a childhood dream <laughs> dream mm-hmm. because obviously Robin Anton if you maybe are familiar with it I was like if you're watching no, I'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> she's not watching but um it's like you know I saw all the people that I knew from like my 18 year old self like watching like interviews like of the founder of the Pussycat Dolls and it was just like this whole moment and I mean they were not there
0: unfortunately but mm.
1: So. Yeah, it was a moment for sure and yeah. um but going back to the whole block situation in general and the whole artist visa in general um having an artist visa or going for one is not easy and it also takes a lot of money.
0: I remember that from Judith, yeah. Yeah, she
1: probably has told you it's a lot of money. And for us, because we have just moved to Vienna, literally it was like, okay, do we stay here in Vienna and start teaching? Because literally it was like, at the same time, it was, everything was happening at the same time. So we're like, okay, do we want to start teaching? Like start, almost like start a new life in Vienna. Or do we want to actually go for like the dream that we always used to have? And like invest even more into our dance training, and then eventually we said no to the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, first maybe more reasons, maybe. yeah, there's more, reason yeah, there's more yeah. reasons, but yeah, the boring reason is because we just didn't have the money back then because we just moved and everybody knows like how much money that takes. Um, but also not a huge reason was we didn't feel and energeti- energetically that we, we would be ready for LA also because we were still so attached to each other. And we just felt deep down that we still had to do something else before we would take the big step. So it's almost like we intentionally said no. You know what I mean? Okay. Um,
0: but they wanted you both, right? They, they wanted, wanted us have both. Half yeah, years, twins. Yeah. Yeah,
1: okay. they wanted us both, and um, yeah. And now looking back, like of course, I always, you know, I always thought, is it the right decision? Like I literally just said no to like one of my biggest dreams. Um,
0: that must not
1: be easy. Right? Yeah, that was not easy, and sometimes I would like still think about it and be like, I don't know if I made the right decision. But now I'm at a point where I'm like, I see clearly that it was the right decision because I mean, we have built like our brand power pumps here, and it's something that we definitely would not have had if we went to LA. So like, even though we closed that door, like another door opened for us, and it's like, I wouldn't now, I wouldn't have it any other way, mm-hmm. and also because looking back now we are much more like we much more now know who we are and also as separate human beings so i think now if we actually went to l.a i think it would be much easier for us energetically i think if you um if you go to l.a and you want to pursue a career especially like coming from the outside um Mm -hmm. it's you really have to know who you are and what makes you unique which we always knew the twin thing makes us unique yes Mm we always very well felt very confident in that, but, like, I, and I know this may sound silly, but I did not know who I was at that point, like, Mm -hmm. I, I, if you ask me, like, what makes Sarah, Sarah, I would literally not even be able to say, like, anything that was not somehow attached to her, Mm -hmm. Um, so, I think it would have, again, this is just an assumption, but it could have broken us, maybe, just being there, maybe, maybe then there would be opportunities where just one of us, you know, would be booked up, I don't know. So it's like, um, yeah, looking back, I don't think we were ready. We didn't know who we are. We didn't, we were like really like um, not so confident in some ways yet. You know, like mm-hmm. we are now. So, um, yeah. yeah I we mean, had to do a lot of self-work before, mm-hmm. I think. I guess the moral of the story is you don't have to be in LA mm-hmm. to be successful. Mm-hmm. Like success can have so many different... Um, looks feels I don't know because sometimes we think right like oh, we have to be in LA like we had Most the be think that right because right?
0: like hearing somebody say no to block LA that's like you know yeah. that it's like everybody's like why did you say no yeah because yeah. that's like that dream to be in LA yeah. right and it you was know, our
1: dream too mm. back then but yeah. it's like I guess it was an inner voice yeah. and I do believe it was like our purpose guiding us in yeah. that way. Um, because sometimes you don't know what's the right decision, right? Mm-hmm. You just have to, like, lean into your gut feeling. And I guess that's what we did. Even though, like, our head was saying, like, bitch, you gotta be in LA. Like, not everybody gets the opportunity, you know what I mean? Um, however, I do believe, like, um, if you follow your, your instinct, mm-hmm. your gut, and your purpose, it will lead you to so much bigger and better things. Like, you, you never know, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah. And also, sometimes you might think that you that you want something like Mm -hmm. you might think oh my god working with black being in la sleeping in my fucking car having no food (laughs) maybe my dream (laughs) maybe you might think um that that's your dream but you only know if that's your dream until you get the opportunity i don't know if that made sense but like Mm -hmm. you can dream as long as it's like literally in front of you and it's like do you want to take it or not then you really know if that's actually your dream or not Mm -hmm. Because if you're saying yes, then obviously, like if the intuition is telling you yes, then mm-hmm. obviously that's what you want to do. And if the intuition is telling you no in that moment, it's like maybe I thought, maybe I mm-hmm. thought that I want, like that was my dream. So I guess maybe another takeaway is that dream, have dreams, have aspirations. Stuff? No. So have your dreams, have your aspirations but don't be discouraged if like opportunities here all of a sudden you're like right in front of your dream and all of a sudden you're not feeling it anymore Mm. however you do have to distinguish if it's fear speaking or if it's your intuition like telling you and guiding you there is a difference as well so but Mm. yeah take with that what you will yeah also you know there's there is like a thing that um especially if you teach to really teach and if you take it serious and you actually like feel that it's a responsibility and you actually have a deeper purpose which we have Mm -hmm. i think there's also a thing that um there, there was like a mothering aspect a little bit for me already feeling inside that i'm like if i leave now like like i don't know how to explain this well um it's like if we con- if if we, if we constantly leave and like search for better places, it's like when is Austria gonna be a good place? Like
0: that's a problem we do have because mm. people are going away. So suddenly exactly, yeah. saying no to Block late, yeah. thats why I was so excited because you know normally yeah. if you most of the people a lot of people uh. go away, mm-hmm.
1: which again like I totally get it. I get it in a way mm-hmm. like it's yeah, also yeah. nothing wrong to like want mm-hmm. to like just be somewhere else but like for me or for us it really felt like okay we really want to build this and if i leave now then maybe i lost the opportunity to build something great here because we do have like a weird attachment to just being austrian and (laughs) yeah no but also i guess i think at the end of the day it was a decision that was completely selfless like Mm -hmm. not saying like going to l.a would be selfish but like we actually thought about like building something not just for us but also for other people in that way, so I guess our inner voice was telling us to be like selfless about it and have an impact.
0: Because I are happy about it. Yeah, have like They're a really enough.
1: big impact also on other women. Not just like, am I on stage? Am I dancing with the artist? But like, am I making an impact on other people, on other women, like regular women, you know, that want to start dancing? So, yeah.
0: yeah. Okay, well. That was the answer I was waiting for. <laughs> I hope it was
1: satisfying in a way.
0: <laughs> no, I think like, generally I think it's like this, This also like this stereotype, if you mm. want to be a dancer, you need to go to LA. Yeah. You don't need to go to LA. Yeah. And if LA is not your dream, that's totally okay. Yeah, Because yeah. there's more than one great place to dance than L.A. Yeah. That's true. And there's more places than L.A. that have a great industry. Austria mm. might not have the industry. But <laughs> there are other places as big as L.A. that yeah. have like yeah. a good yeah. industry. True. But we only hear a lot about L.A. because it's that scene that is talked about mm. so much. and where you have a lot of videos, where they film everything. Hollywood you know?
1: and all this stuff, it's, you
0: know? Yeah, mm. it's just, like, all the social media, all the, it's, like, glowing, it's, like, it looks yeah. so shimmering and, mm-hmm. like, golden, but, like, at the end, as you said, like, do, you want to, do I want to sleep in my car? Like, yeah. <laughs> you no. Know? I
1: mean, so, maybe if you feel like, I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. like I said, like, it's not, not mm-hmm. everything is for everyone. That's, like, mm-hmm. that's why not ever, everyone is doing the same thing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. <laughs> not every, everything is for everyone, and I would just say, if you feel like this might be your dream... Just go to LA if you haven't been there yet. Maybe if you can, you know, save your money and go there for a couple of weeks and try to go there with a plan. I mean, of course, always you know, let room for flow and just uh, you know, uh, spontaneous uh, moments to happen, like the magic. But go there with a plan, and um, and then just come back and see if you actually like it. I mean, of course, it's not the same thing as if you were like working and living there, but. Maybe you don't even fucking like it at all when you wear this, you know? Yeah. But and and, or maybe the other way, maybe you wear them now you're like even more encouraged to do it. So I would say just try it one time and maybe that can already like lead you.
0: Yeah, maybe you go to a place you didn't think would be that great and then you end up being like, Oh fuck, this is the place. Yeah. And like you in Peru,
1: you know? right it. so <laughs>
0: yes it's <I'm... 'Cause> like <laughs> let me not like... talk again <laughs> <laughs> that was not what I meant <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe a little <laughs> yes exactly so yeah, yeah
1: just like never it's know. not for everyone to you know do the mm-hmm. whole dance teaching thing independently you know some people want to be with a studio and teach for a studio Mm -hmm. and you know be supported in that way and other people just want to do their own thing and do it independently Mm -hmm. and so it's just you just have to go there's no right or wrong way I mean of course there's like advantages and disadvantages in like doing either way but it's like the way we did it it's not for everyone and not everyone is maybe gonna succeed in that way you know Mm -hmm. so it's just how it is so you just find your way and find your your journey that's okay you don't have to be ashamed you are not in la or whatever it is so yeah
0: okay so i think we have everything covered from the first topic Mm -hmm. are we going to the next one yes Yes, i think we are Okay, the big topic we actually want to talk about
1: <laughs> There after the long uh.
0: introduction. <laughs> no, so uh, we want to talk a little bit about the question, what is sexy? Okay guys, I'm really really sorry to cut you off so brutally and I know it's the baddest cliffhanger ever but we are going to cut this episode into two parts as we have been talking already for quite some while and there's even more to come so Stay tuned, we're gonna be with you again next week, we're already posting the second half of this episode next week, so you don't have to wait for long and yeah if you want to get to know these ladies even better you better go check out their Instagram they have some amazing classes going on so yeah you know where to find us grenzlos underscore your underscore dance podcast no that was wrong because our name is German on Instagram so grenzlos underscore dein underscore dance podcast so now we have it right we're happy if you want to give us a 5 star recommendation on any platform as you know this whole project is based on volunteer work we would be also really really happy if you want support us we have a GoFundMe account it is on instagram i think yeah you can find our biography definitely the link is in our instagram biography we'd be really happy for any support and yeah that's basically it if you want to sponsor an episode or a whole season we would be also really happy about that and you could simply reach out to us okay guys thank you for listening and we we'll hear each other next week again bye